0: Hello, hello, and welcome to On Being Human, a safe space where we come together as community to explore the profundity of what it means to be truly human now. We are going to dive deep into this human condition, the joys, the pains, the sorrows, the love, the experiences, it all. In this space, we ask ourselves the questions like, what if we gave ourselves permission to feel it all, to be it all? What if we fully leaned into our humanity, the whole spectrum? How would our lives change? How would we change? How would we show up differently for ourselves, for those we love, for the world around us? This is what we are going to explore together. The profound nature of what it means to be truly human. I am so beyond deeply grateful for you to be here with me. My name is Allie Fitzpatrick, and I am your host, your guide, your Sherpa, if you will, and creator of this safe space of exploration. And I cannot wait to welcome you in with wide open arms and heart. Welcome, 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 dear ones, dear hearts, dearly beloveds. Now, let's explore what it means to be truly human, shall we? Hello, hello, hello. My name is Allie. I am your host and welcome to my first solo episode. I know I already said this in the intro, but if you are here listening, I am so insanely grateful that you are here with me right now, sharing your time, sharing your energy through the Akash. There are so many other podcasts out there and you are choosing this one. So really, truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you thank you, thank you. So for this first solo episode, I wanted to dive into a little bit of my own background as to who I am, how this particular podcast has been birthed, how it's been created, and my own experience of what it means for me to be human. So let's dive in, shall we? As I mentioned before, my name is Allie. I'm former classical actor, concert pianist, turned healthy living enthusiast, turned spiritual teacher, energy healer, speaker, conscious storyteller, and soul embodiment coach. And as I have been reflecting back, I have noticed that my whole story has actually been one of human connection. One of human interaction, of exploration, if you will. Even from the time I was a little girl, I was so intrigued by what it meant to be human. I was mesmerized by people, by experiences. I didn't even need to partake in these experiences. I was such a daddy's girl, like this wallflower. I was always watching, always observing, being in this world and not of it right? But this gave me such a profound perspective of what being human actually looks like, at least from the outside. And (laughs) from the outside, you see this young girl born and raised in a tiny baby farm town in rural Minnesota called Waverly, who's claims to fame happen to be Hubert H. Humphrey and never being able to date in your town because you would be dating one of your cousins. (laughs) This humble little oasis is where I was born and raised. It's where I can attribute so much of my early learning and growing to, as well as Actually, quite a bit of my post-spiritual awakening. Dark nights of the soul, adult evolving too. And yeah, fast forwarding 20 years. um, I now have this full circle experience. Looking back at when I was a child and I was simply watching, observing. I was this adamant, ferocious i don't think ferocious voracious like a voracious learner but i was this voracious learner of the human condition and so like now looking back 20 years later um of what this being human actually feels like um it's it feels like a full circle experience for me because Like 30 years of experience is still 30 years of experience, right? It's not this eight-year-old, wide-eyed, mesmerized, wanderlusting soul, this this black sheep who just wants to belong, who just wants to fit in, who wants to understand the facets of what make up this wholehearted existence of being human, right? Like all these little intricacies as, as a child, like what makes one different? What makes one unique? What makes one stand out? What, what helps you to get friends even? (laughs) And I mean, I'm still 100% figuring this out but I no longer use the sidelines for my playground. I use interactions. I use experiences. I use connections. I'm no longer afraid of wading into the murkiness of emotions and pitfalls, of grief, of sadness, loneliness, pain, of joy, of pleasure, everything, right? I want, it, I want to feel it. I want to feel it all because I love it all. Even the painful bits I've come to realize. like I wake up every single morning and I thank the universe, I thank spirit, I thank God every single day for the experiences that I've had and that I'm still currently having to this day because I know they are making my own life so much richer. (laughs) So looking back from Minnesota to New York City to Maine to Los Angeles to Spain to Portugal to greece to italy costa rica peru to india bali australia my dharma in all of its iterations it has taken me all around the globe and back again just like Bilbo a habits tale right um and like what i found out along the way is that no matter where i go no matter who i meet The work that I'm doing, whether it be health coaching or numerology, astrology readings, teaching kundalini yoga or doing sound healing, leading women's moon circles, playing piano for various events, getting to be a Disney princess, portraying actual dream roles. It's quite simple, really. That old adage, wherever you go, there you are. A foundational pillar of being human for me, which has taken me, what thirty-two years to comprehend on this more visceral dropped in level. Um I like reflecting back, I I understand that I traveled the world, the whole globe, outside of myself. I had the richest most incredible experiences that one could have. And I'm so profoundly grateful for this. But in reality, all I ever wanted, all I ever needed was to traverse and to get to know the deepest, most beautiful glass castle, as Debbie Ford would say, interior of my own design, within me, of myself, and of who this soul is. And Truly, it wasn't until the lockdowns happened last spring as I was visiting from Australia that the universe made it abundantly clear that I was not supposed to be going anywhere. So for the first time in 13 years, I was forced to be still. I moved back into my parents' house and I sat and sat and cried and mourned. Like, I'm more in the life, the person that I was. That I now knew I was quickly being invited to grow out of. And also, at the same time, being invited to grow into this next version of me. My most aligned, most authentic soul version of me. So I have no regrets of any of that. I, at the time right? It's that practice of acceptance. It's that practice of accepting what is now and loving what is. And through that, I've, I've come to certain realizations, if you will, that through all of my travels, adventures, certifications, flights of fancy, my soul wanderings, these deepest longings, musings, what I've come to realize again is that nothing is outside of ourselves. My outer reality was a direct reflection of my inner world. It still is. And it's always morphing. It's always changing. It's always evolving. This inner reality. And our, my whole world is within me. It's our, all of our whole worlds are within us. And we might look for external validation for this completion of ourselves in different careers and different relationships, partnerships and different friendships and traveling the globe deepening our studies diving deeper exploring deeper what this next best thing in when in reality there is no next best thing there is only this thing this here and now thing this present moment thing and the more i have learned to surrender to what is happening in this moment this here and now the more I have become the one I have been waiting for my whole life. The one I've been looking for, I've been desperately longing to find. That's me, I am that one, I am my one. And the more I understood this, the more I understand this to this day, the more I understand who I am and what being human means for me. And so for me, being human means experiencing the full spectrum it means experiencing it all without judgment or malice but with grace and acceptance and love with wide open hearts and minds and souls that is what I believe that's what I know we are here for that's what I know I am here for no longer pushing away the depths the richness of my own experience because I know that is what creates fulfilling deep soul connection and belonging first with ourselves and then with others (laughs) so i made this commitment to myself this past year that i will i will experience everything that is scary that requires my expansion because again that is why i'm here That's why I feel we have all chosen to be here at this time. To learn, to grow, to expand, to love, to be fully human. (laughs) Cool. Cool. So that's a little bit about me. And now I want to dive in just ever so briefly into the juiciness of how this podcast came into creation. So I have, I have been sitting with this title, with this content for about the past three years as I deeply waded through my own experiences and no time felt right to begin this. I, I had my guests, I had different themes, I had questions, I had everything, but I'm a generator in human design. So the one thing I didn't have was I didn't have... Something to respond to as to why I should be creating this now. So, fast forward a couple months. um, Well, a couple months ago, I created my first online international summit. Where I had the incredible opportunity of being able to have groundbreaking conversations with some of the most elevated souls that I, I am beyond grateful to call friends now to call soul family and that was the catalyst that I needed and why this came about right now um why this came about right now is because we are at a crucial this pivotal time of our own human exploration and expansion and really truly true human potential and growth. We are growing and expanding more rapidly now with our own self-actualization than we ever have before. People are actually intentional about their personal and spiritual growth. (laughs) It feels like every other person you meet, or at least I meet, consider them considers themselves in one way or another, either a spirit junkie or a light worker or X, Y, Z, right? Um, It's, we're just so far ahead of where we were even 50 years ago with the mass amounts of soul growth that are happening right now on this planet. It's like all of our jewel, all of our journeys have been expedited and we're all in light speed right now on earth school, learning our lessons faster, wanting these deeper, richer, more expansive experiences, relationships, connections, both internally, externally. Um... Yeah, we're, something that I find fascinating is that we are learning that we can actually reach self-actualization through each other right now. We're no longer living in the base, this lower triangle of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? We are rapidly excelling, moving, growing upwards. Our collective soul expansion, when you look at it, we as a collective are moving in that direction and we want that. But where does this start? It has to start with us. Individually, right? The microcosm we need to enact those sometimes barely noticeable traces, these changes within ourselves to then have the ripple effect move outwards and begin to heal, to uplift, to change the energetic frequency of the collective. And we are at such a beautiful time right now, a rich time. And it's up to all of us to do this. I mean, we've all decided to incarnate right now in 2021 at this specific time for our own specific dharma, our soul's destiny, but also for our collective destiny. And it's up to us to choose. What do we want to do with it? How do we want to show up? So I want to invite all of you listening to simply ask yourself, in a loving, compassionate, graceful way, how am I choosing to show up? For myself, for my loved ones, for my community, for the world, for life. And if I'm not showing up, what's stopping me? What's holding me back from fully shining my eternal spark, my bright light, my divinity for the whole world to see? (laughs) I believe in you. I believe in you. I finally believe in me. Hell, I believe in all of us here on this earth school. And that it's all of our jobs right now to shine even brighter than we ever have before. Because that is what lights up the world. All of us in our truth, in our light, sti- shining so sovereignly, so bright, because the world needs us. Our communities need us. We need us. We need each other now more than ever. So I ask you again, how are you choosing to show up today? This doesn't have to be big. It can be small, but it needs to be intentional, and it needs to be something, even the tiniest thing. Ah. <laughs> uh that's it that is it my friends so how are you choosing to show up today that is what i am leaving you with after this first solo episode i love you i see you i honor you i cherish you and i again so wholeheartedly believe in you Oh, thank you all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in, for listening to this episode. I cannot wait to be back with you again soon with some more insanely inspirational humans to continue this safe, sacred exploration of what it means to be truly human. Satnam, and I will see you soon, sweet souls. Thank you so much for listening and for your support. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast further, please subscribe below. And if it feels aligned, please feel free to share this with any family and friends who might want to take part in this exploration of the human spirit. Also, check us out on social media. At Instagram, you can find us at on.b.ing.human. and also at the period wellness period wanderer last e is a three and if you felt so called please leave a review below thank you thank you thank you again and i cannot wait to see you back here next time sat nam namaste cosmic hugs and butterfly kisses my loves